DCC fam, my name is Jenna Gerglis and I serve here as the College Women's Discipleship Director. Um, I also have the privilege of overseeing the Welcome Neighbors team with my fantastic co-lead, Luke Bruggemeyer. Shout out, Luke. Um, so within what I do at DCC, one of my most favorite things is my Bible study. So since the fall, we've been studying women in the Bible, and the most obvious place to start with was with Eve, right? Shout out the OG woman of the Bible and humanity, holler. Um, And actually, the scripture that we really got into with discussion surrounding Eve, surprisingly, wasn't from Genesis. The scripture we dug into was from 1 John 2, 15 to 17. It reads, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires in whoever does the will of God abides forever. So in this passage, we see our temptations that lead to sin are defined in three categories, right? We have one, desires of the flesh, two, desire of the eyes, and three, the pride of life. Going back to Eve in Genesis, she and her husband Adam are told to enjoy everything in creation by God. But he gives one explicit caveat that they should not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He's saying, literally do anything. Enjoy this beautiful creation I've given to you, but know it's best for you not to do this one thing. However, we see all three of these temptations happen that lead to sin that first John talked about because she's tempted to eat. Eve is tempted to eat from the apple of the forbidden tree. So she has a desire for flesh, which is to eat. She has a desire of the eyes, which is the fruit looking good to eat. And she has the pride of life because when giving into eating the apple from the tree, she ultimately believed that eating that was better than trusting God's command to not eat. It's really easy to judge Eve right here. Like, girl, you had autonomy. You really couldn't resist that apple. Like you had a perfect life and you just, you had to have the snack. Well, I call this a snack trap, if you will. But I remember when we discussed this, all I could think about is how we are all Adam and Eve every single day. So we give into our flesh. We see something desirable to our eyes and our pride overcomes. We see what we want, we desire, and we allow pride to tell us, manipulate us into the idea that we know better than God. I am an Enneagram two wing three. If you are unfamiliar with the Enneagram, it's basically a personality typing system. So there's nine different types of personalities. My personality type is labeled the helping achiever. So the achieving side of me has always driven towards doing as much as possible and putting confidence in that. My fuel is very literally achieving. This semester, actually, God made it explicitly clear um, and challenged me in this with asking me to hit pause in the middle of graduate school to focus on ministry with women at DCC. 
and the achiever in me was like lol nope logging off um but i realized this is so so prideful this is a a pride of life this is a desire of the flesh that i need to finish asap and i need to feel um the accomplishment of being done and being applauded for that but really what i needed to do was be obedient to god so eventually after god pushed me through this you know mini rebellion and realization of my own pride and exposed that to me i went full dcc um this semester and put school on the back burner until this summer, but it required me fighting a lot, um, a very raging worldly desire to do things my way. Um, and going back to first John two, it was very convicting for me because he writes that if we love the world, we do not love the father and that the world is passing away, but God's will stands forever. I would say for all of us, we have to realize the love of the world is incompatible with the love of the Father of God in that we need to be challenged in praying to love God more than we love our desires of flesh and eyes and, and of the pride of life. And let me tell you, God really showed up because if I hadn't said yes to him and laid down my own plans and just continued being arrogant, I genuinely would have missed out on some of the sweetest conversations and prayers and time with young women in the church. So my biggest prayer for us as a church body is that we stop running from God and, you know, as I say, going Jonah mode and doing what we think is best and start praying to fight to love him more than anything in this world because his will stands forever.